So, what are we talking about today, chaps? Bacon. Today, bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers, to producers, to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. And welcome to the Edible Valley Podcast. My name is William. I am the producer. I am Chef Jonathan Fraser. And today I'm the negative Nelly. Negative I'm, Nelly. Yeah, John, you know, John said that he wanted to talk about bacon. And I don't know if he chose it specifically because he knew I wasn't a big fan of bacon. But I feel that that kind of played a part in it. So today we're going to talk back and forth about bacon. This is coming from the guy who ordered a BLT at work yesterday. <laughs> I knew he would bring it up. I knew it. He was storing it up. He was storing it up. So we're just going to discuss bacon today. I came along with a prop for once. What? Are you ready, gentlemen? Oh, yeah, let's see it. Roll. Oh! Oh! All right. So in my hand, oh. I have one of those. This is something that literally no one has ever bought. <laughs> it's the bacon that's not in the fridge that's pre-cooked. Oh, this is on like this is bacon, and I'm it's not. Bacon. It's not in the fridge. Fully? No, it's pre-cooked what? in Superstore. It's not in the fridge. Wow. Oh my. We're gonna be God. so. Start talking. <laughs> Each of you is gonna have bacon in your mouth in about no. Nope. Within, within the minute. <laughs> no. I feel. I feel though that I need to clarify what we were talking about there earlier. John said that why did I order a BLT? Ooh. Well, yesterday, yeah, somebody at work was said, "Do you want a split of bite to eat?" Before we get started with uh, with work, and she said, "Let's have a BLT." And I thought, "This is I'm being put on because they know that we were having a, a conversation about bacon tomorrow." But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of BLT or bacon, and I thought that it would be a good idea to. Oh, you're gonna try it? Of course. Right. Part, I will do many things for this podcast. I hope you. That's what I've. That. That's what I've heard. <laughs> this is uh, this is a little terrifying, actually. But so. <laughs> So the battle lines are drawn. Whilst you two dig into your bacon rashes, the battle lines are drawn. Darren is anti-bacon. That's a brand I, new word. No one's ever yeah. used that before. I, I, true. I think that's the first time that was uttered in, in yeah. the history of man. I'm really nervous about this pre-cooked, unrefrigerated bacon that you just handed me. <laughs> that you just bought off a shelf. Mm. All right. Okay. All right. Well, first things first, it's not at all crispy. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It is mm. salty. Mm-hmm. Mm. It has a little flavor. Mm. Bit of a disappointment. Yep. I think it needs to be cooked. Mm. <laughs> no, and I I'm, not, I'm not suggesting it's raw. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well. Mm. Well, right. sorry for everyone having to listen to us <laughs> chew. <laughs> yeah, my apologies too. Uh, I think I think John should um, maybe fill us all in on why he wanted to talk about bacon mm. well you know this started basically because i'm like i went away mm-hmm. and we haven't been able to hang out with each other for a while so i was sitting there at work going we need to get another interview in mm-hmm. and i was like but we're recording in three days <laughs> <laughs> and i said i don't think that's going to happen 
Uh, and you guys had a great recording on the last episode. Well, thank you. Yeah, I really, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. So. Shout out to Atticus Bird yeah. from Stronghearts Fitness in Courtney. That mm-hmm. was a great show. And she knows her stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I was, I was thinking about that as I was traying out some bacon at work. Oh. And just getting ready for the, uh, the breakfast rush or the brunch rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got my bacon going and I'm like, we've never talked about bacon. It's true. We've never even gone in. So I think I literally picked up my phone. Yeah. Typed. Let's each come up with five facts about yeah. bacon and, and discuss it. And sure. Then, then I wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, safely. Safely. Uh-huh. And I return back to work. Um, so, yeah. And now I thought we'd get into bacon and, and talk a little bit. And I know Darren was like, I'm not a big bacon fan. And I was That's like, true. I'm, like I'm a gloomy guest on that. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, um, I, I should clarify. I'm not. I'm not anti-bacon. I'm not. I'm not mm. that hateful towards bacon. Mm-hmm. I just feel my position on it is I feel that it's become too overused. It's it's become a predominant flavor, and everybody seems to be able to claim that they have a great this or a great that, a great burger, or a great whatever pasta, whatever, and all they've done is added bacon to it, and and that's apparently supposed to elevate it. And I just think it's become a a little bit pedestrian, and B, I'm getting really tired of it, the fl- the flavors of the everything. All right, John, what is yeah. your retort? Well, <laughs> I thought we should just talk about what is bacon, sure, because there's bacon's all over the spectrum, but yeah. like bacon is is a salt cured is basically salt salt yeah. cured pork. Yeah, I stumbled right through that. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy, uh, and it's mostly most people know of it from pork belly. Yeah, right. Like it's a pork belly, so it's either done with a like a brine or injected with a yeah with a salt solution, and then smoked and cured, or it can be dry. Um, and it's just this. I I think I like bacon just for the salt content of it. I I won't deny that it's a powerhouse of food flavor i mean you're getting a lot of umami there with the high fat yeah you're getting the smokiness which you don't always have a lot of things readily available to you in a kitchen that has that smokiness and you know there's a bit of sweet um undertones usually in the cure but yeah you're getting high salt too so i mean it i get why it's used because it covers so many food bases what you're looking for culinarily speaking very fast you just throw that in boom you've got all those elements covered but i think it's just overused i think everything's becoming bacon flavored and i'm just tired of it so i've i don't want to kind of call you out here john because i am basically on your side on this one okay but darren's come up with two pretty articulate reasons why bacon is not good or broadly anti-bacon yeah. You keep on changing the subject on a bacon <laughs> podcast. I just want to talk. I mean, let's let's look at it like historically, bacon mm-hmm. is a curing process, right? Mm-hmm. So we're taking a take, it's a way of preserving meat, as in we can cook it, stick it in a box, and leave it on a shelf for what's right. expiry date on that. I'd be scared to look. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm on it. But true, I, I feel like this this stuff is probably as close to honey as you can get for right. the length of preserved on it. Right, um, and that's part of just the process of doing it uh, i love the fact that it's, we're adding flavors to it it can go into any meal like yeah. most of us what is not more complete than some scrambled eggs with some fried bacon mm-hmm. maybe yeah. a sausage you know yeah boom that's breakfast yeah. right there yeah throw some hash browns on there mm-hmm. so in terms i mean bacon is probably traditionally known as a, as a 
as a breakfast item. Mm-hmm. More and more, as Darren has kind of indicated, in, in yeah. burgers, and it's kind of the leading Ranch flavor. Show. Yeah. But um, is it just a Western thing where it's a, a no, breakfast it's, item? it's all over the world. Like, we're going to talk about, you know, like, I, I even look at bacon, like, let's look at prosciutto yeah. from Italy, right? Sure. Um, yep. They're it's it's a cured ham right so yeah, it's the you're same essentially process. going through the same process yeah yeah for sure and it's something that you can and it's it's full of fat which i really like when you're coming to cooking and that's why a lot of people use it yeah i mean if you're looking at doing like larding or what's the other term of that a barding where you're you're using the bacon to like on a tenderloin mm-hmm. like a beef tenderloin which is a very lean piece of meat that you wrap it in bacon to increase that flat fat content right. to give you extra flavor and it enhances the flavor of the meats. Right. So so a lot of the flavor is held within the, the fat itself. In within the fat. And yeah. plus it's salted, so you're getting that mm. your extra seasoning. Yeah. Um, yeah. These are just things I love about bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to yeah. pair into other things. Um, yeah. I, I and I understand that I understand that. Like I said, my my I don't dislike it. I don't dislike the flavor of it, um, and I think that it definitely has its place. Yeah, I just feel that it's overused. But I mean, and I'm not even against. You know, when I was say when I was talking about taking a position against this in this conversation, there's definitely uh, health concerns. You know, oh, yeah, um, true. Can, some people can be you know eating it excessively. Uh, I did do a quick look uh, at some stats and just saw that. Yeah, it's really high in in cholesterol and and saturated fats. But then it, at the same time, I I was actually really surprised to find that a single piece of bacon, a single strip of bacon holds 3 grams of protein when post cook, like after cook. So even though a lot of things render out of bacon while you're cooking it, you're still getting yeah. pretty decent protein out of a single strip. And we're also talking about are saturated fats bad for you? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's studies done that have proven that, no, there's no difference between right. unsaturated fats and saturated fats. They're just as healthy for you, if not healthier for you. Right, yeah, ways. we're sort of coming around to that new way of thinking where, or sort of reevaluating old ways of thinking where we th- always assumed saturated fats were bad. Yeah. And we're starting to realize that saturated fats or complex fats mm. aren't necessarily across the board bad. They need a little more digging into. Yeah. 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 Fat, fat doesn't make you fat. Right. You know, well, it's maybe it being does sedentary does, bit. is what yeah. makes you fat. It's and I not, think, not doing anything. Yeah. Eating anything in abundance is not good. So yeah. if every meal has bacon in it, I would be considering your life choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot more to the world than just eating bacon. Yeah. There we are. And of course, someone put, left his phone on. <laughs> okay, so I want I want to learn a little bit more about what you'd say the flavor profile of a dish is when you add bacon to it. And I, I kind of worded that badly. So what goes yeah. best with bacon, basically? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, you can use it in everything. Like, it's just true. bacon desserts. Like, we've got a... You did a bacon ice cream, didn't you? I've done a bacon ice cream. Yeah. Uh, was it bacon and whiskey ice cream? Uh, we do the... Uh, what am I thinking about? The little breads uh brioche oh yeah the little brioche yeah. bacon brioche was on one of our dessert items like it yeah. it does it adds that little bit of sweet and it goes really well with maple yeah yeah well that's it that, and that's just it like and that's what i'm saying it's such a powerhouse in the culinary world because it has the umami it has that fat it has that salt it has that sweet it has a smoky it's a very complex flavor profile that we've become very used to mm-hmm. and can be used in multiple applications yeah but I think we lean into it too much. So is there anything, uh, Darren, that you'd say it 
it detracts from any dish that you've seen it in that you think oh it's gone too far now yeah absolutely um if you know i've come to that point now where i do i look at it and i reevaluate like for instance yesterday i had a blt that's great because it's where the it's getting to shine it's like here you go here's the focal point it's not like oh we had a grilled cheese with bacon where you want the focal point to be the cheese you know um but yeah i think that well then i'm gonna say balance right, right? yeah i'm gonna say right now i'm kind of done with it on burgers if i'm gonna have a burger really yeah if i'm gonna have a burger i want that burger to shine and if that okay. burger can't shine without bacon i probably don't want to eat it because it's probably low quality beef right you know it's to me it's become sort of a masking thing right oh, that's yeah. that's fair enough yeah. i mean part of it there is to enhance the flavor of the beef too right. in my opinion yeah um but i like i like the blt thing we're talking about because you're having you're having the salty and fatty item with a fresh tomato yeah that's and the lettuce in there so that's what's cutting that fat absolutely and making it a more pleasurable yeah like that's something to think about i remember and this is going to go to pork belly we used okay. to do a pork belly with a saffron macaroni yeah well, just just two seconds just so that everybody knows that is where bacon comes from i get that question quite a bit lately i thought everybody knew bacon is cured salted pork belly so anyways yeah and, well yeah. it can come from other right yeah it can, like we're but... talking prosciutto and yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, and back bacons and whatever and back yeah. bacons but that's we'll get onto that in a little bit sure but for sure like that's the main thing so i mean that's right there just having that pork belly with that fattiness in mm -hmm. it with the macaroni was so intense and like i remember eating it being like and it would just stick to your <laughs> tongue and it's like what you're saying with like a grilled cheese yeah with um <laughs> Sorry, with bacon, you're you're you've got fatty cheese with yeah. fatty bacon, but with that dish, I used to put a little bit of a citrus uh, green salad. Yeah, yeah, I like that or or anything to cut it. Really, I mean that's why so often you see it served with pickles or some pickled items. Yeah, because you're getting you you're able to sort of cleanse that palate or balance that out and take away from that yeah. heavy heavy. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree. I I just think like I said. Um, I feel like bacon is now an easy way to mask mediocre things. <laughs> Throw bacon into a soup that's not selling or or doesn't, you know, doesn't have a lot of flavor on its own, to can't really stand on its own and mm. and sort of I, I feel like I I don't want to say um deceived, mm. but I want to I just say that I find that as soon as you've taken bacon and added it to it, that you're drawing away from any other flavor that may have been built up in there. And it's now it's uh, it's you're just paying attention to the bacon. So a lot of manufacturers have started adding protein to things. Mm -hmm. and so you probably noticed it in the supermarket, even cereal with protein, right. 20 grams of protein right. with this. Do you, would you say bacon is in that same category where it's just being added as the fashionable ingredient? Possibly. I don't I don't know if anybody's resting on bacon as being uh, a protein. You know what I mean? I don't think we... Not as I, the protein, but yeah. as the fashionable ingredient. Oh, absolutely. As a fashionable ingredient? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I just... Yeah, absolutely. It's... It, it, I hope that it doesn't keep going for a long period of time. But it's... I would say probably about five years ago, it really hit that meteoric status where, you know, you were getting it in... Like, as an... I've literally seen cocktails where it's whiskeys and they're garnishing it with a piece of bacon, you know? And I'm like, have we, have we not gone too far? Have we, <laughs> if a drink is being garnished with a piece of salted cured smoked meat? Well, let's, let's talk about this. Like, sure. uh, how long, how much bacon 
do you think they go through in the U.S.? <laughs> well, you oh. and I, you and I both looked it up really quickly. I know that we were both uh, making sure that we were a little bit informed here, and John came up with one stat. Uh, <laughs> John came up with one stat, and I came up with another. Uh, the average American, we couldn't find Canadian stats, but the average American eats eighteen pounds of bacon a year. But that amounts wow. to what did what was what, the stat? I you read uh, two billion pounds of bacon is produced. That's insane which is crazy to think about that like bacon or is it pork belly or bacon is traded on the stock market yeah not pork yeah but bacon yeah as is is his own well that used to be a thing right around the 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 early the just pre the depression right it was pork features Mm -hmm. and everybody was all excited about the stock market because of pork features because uh and that's literally what it was that's what it amounted to was how much bacon is there going to be for everybody yeah, and wow. I mean, here it is. It's, yeah. the, it's the most popular meat eaten yeah. in the U.S. and probably Canada, because mm-hmm. you know what? In Canada, we have our own kinds of bacon too, right? Right. Oh, but back on. bacon. I wanted to. I wanted well, to. Well, yeah. A so bit Americans, about Americans, bacons. and um, you know, I use the term loosely, but generally speaking, when I'm in the U.S., they always talk to me like, "Oh, because I'm in the U.S. often." And they say, oh, I bet you eat a lot of back bacon. I'm like, I can't remember the last time I actually ate back bacon, which they call Canadian bacon. Interestingly, there. that's a, a, quite a European thing. When, yeah. I, when I, I, I think of bacon that I like, I think of like the crispy bacon, the American mm-hmm. style. Right. Whereas European, Danish style, you could even say yeah. it's the back bacon. It's right. not crispy. Right. Kind of more, it's more It's almost more like a, it's almost more like they've taken ham and gone through the bacon process with it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm quite liking these these stats. I think we should definitely garnish <laughs> garnish the podcast today with these stats. Sure. Um, I just want to quickly uh, expand on the bacon around the world. So we've said yeah. prosciutto in yeah. Italy. Any other examples of how bacon is around the world? None that jump out really. I think a lot of people follow that American process or what we call the American process because it's not American, but well, here's, it's the one that's been embraced. We got we got you from the UK here. What's what's bacon yeah. like in the UK? It's very much Danish style. Right. So a lot of people when they say I want crispy bacon on the burger or with my breakfast. Uh, you know, I remember having worked in restaurants in the UK. They just have to leave it in the pan for an insane amount of time oh. to get it anywhere clear to being to Crunch. being crispy. Yeah. Whereas the American style back bacon is is just there's a much higher fat content and a lower mm. meat content. So it almost is like a potato chip if you do it enough. Can I make a weird divergent comment here? Yes. Uh, when I was in London a few years ago. Uh, I think it was 2016, 2017. I was absolutely stunned that the McDonald's there, because my hotel was next to a McDonald's and I needed a, we were going into town and I needed a quick breakfast. Um, they had a, they had a, a, an item on the menu there and it was, a, I think a bun or a biscuit and it had bacon and brown sauce. And oh, that yeah. was it. And I, to me, like that would just blew. I'm mean, like, what is that? What do you even call that? It's a bacon salni. Right. It's cool. But apparently it's quite common. Like that's oh, a yeah. common breakfast item over there. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realize so. that. So what kind of bacon would be used in that? That, I mean, pretty much in the UK, it's all back bacon. I right. would say um, in one of the major supermarket chains, Tesco, we can just talk yeah. about yeah. that. It's There's one type of back bacon you can buy and lots and lots of... Um, sorry, one type of American bacon. Lots and lots of back bacon available. Um, so it's just totally different. It's not my thing. Yeah. I, I really like that crispy, higher fat content, yeah. lower meat content mm-hmm. thing. And while we've got you and your expertise and your and what have you, can you, I think a lot of people here in North America uh, not familiar with the term rasher. rasher. Don't understand it. 
Is that not a we thing? Don't, no. I That's mean, we use it sometimes, but it's not commonly used. Well, it's here. a bacon rasher. Is one piece of bacon, one piece of sliced bacon, is a rasher. Oh, okay. So you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm making your breakfast. What do you, you know, how much bacon do you want? Four rashers for me, please. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that's how we'd use it in context. Instead of four slices. Yeah. <laughs> Bread. I mean, it's interesting. I'm still, I'm still learning things yeah. that are, are not words here. And yeah. I, you know, every now and then it pops up in conversation. Well, one that I get a lot when it comes to bacon is what's a lard on. And right. I, I, to me, that's just a commonly used term. And then I realized that it's not common for other people. John, would you care to take that? A cube piece of bacon. Yeah. Right. Cube. Yeah. Instead of a thin slice, which you may be yeah. used to, it's been cubed before being cooked. And usually the top half is fat and the other half is meat. Yeah, you're sort of making yeah. sure that there's a little bit of fat. Good to meat ratio. ratio. Yeah. Good ratio. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's great for garnishing. or yeah, Lardons are gorgeous. You used to make a bacon and blue cheese pasta uh, in your yeah. Atlas <laughs> chef days. Can you give me the recipe for that, by the way? Yeah, it was, uh, what do we use? Chicken stock, bacon. <laughs> blue cheese, cheese sun-dried tomatoes i think and that all right was like, boom. i've got several recipes i need um great now let, is it time for a fact go on let's do it let's do uh, fact. what else are we doing on fa- i'm run out of facts no i got out of facts fa- you had one well, fact about america let's do uh how about places you don't eat bacon sure okay uh, let's go there <laughs> so religious reasons there's a lot of religious reasons yeah. for that so and i know that's that's uh, in my kitchen, which is very multicultural, yeah, uh, it it does become a bit of an issue being able to right some who's, of the dishes who's able to or not okay. able to. So, yeah, yeah, uh, n- not that that's a problem, right? Like it's 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 a great challenge to have. Like yeah, uh, t- you know, you have to know what's in your f- food, and so yeah, you can't make everything with bacon because you have to give people other options, right? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Like I would never want to accidentally give someone bacon. Yeah. Or a pork product yeah. that would uh, interfere with their religion or their yeah. belief system. Right? And it is always interesting to see countries <clears throat> where it's not served, where McDonald's, for example, just don't do the bacon thing at all. Like it's right. not, it's kind of the world that Darren would like. <laughs> <laughs> where I, like, I, again, I, I'm not anti-bacon. I like it when it gets to take center stage, when it gets to be the focal point. I just don't like it when it's covering up everybody's inadequacies because they're like, oh, we'll just add bacon to it and people will buy it He's or an- people will order He's it. He's anti-bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, you know, you talked about wanting another fact. Uh, one thing that I did do in the brief research that I did for this was um, I I was quite, actually quite astonished by this, but uh, commonly I cook my bacon at about 400 degrees in an oven. If I'm using bacon. Fahrenheit, bacon, by the way. Yeah. If I'm making bacon for my kids or what have you, or my kid, now that one's, uh, she doesn't eat meat, um, I bake it on a tray in the oven. I never do fried pan, right. what have you. And it said, uh, the the few sites that I checked out um, were mentioning that once you get to that 400 degrees, that's where you begin to, you can, it's not a guarantee, but it can start developing those uh, compounds that we find to be possibly carcinogenic. Right. Yeah. So if you're cooking it under 400 degrees, those compounds aren't formed, and ergo, by some sort of process of elimination, slightly healthier for you. Mm. If you don't, you're you're not creating those carcinogenic yeah. compounds. So I don't know. A little tip there. Well, Cook I like it under I, 400 degrees. I like I like. Oh, I would like to just talk about cooking for sure. bacon. Yeah, absolutely. I find. 
Because what do most people do is they get up first thing in the morning and they mm-hmm. throw the frying pan on and they throw mm-hmm. a couple pieces of bacon and the first thing it does that, is it goes shrinks. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. grandparents. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's um, the first thing in the morning every day. Anyways. I, yeah, I've done it yeah. a bunch of times. You're like, I just want yeah. bacon and eggs right now. Yeah. And you throw it in there and it curls up. Yeah, you get and, that shrivelly curl. Yeah, I don't like that. and it doesn't cook evenly. And then you have like burnt on the one side mm-hmm. because you're going over that 400 degrees mm-hmm. and you got raw on the other side and it's just right. not that evenly. So I find, as you were saying, is, is cooking bacon on a sheet. And you'll find yeah. most restaurants do this, yeah. you know, a lot of places. Mm. And actually the trick is with it is because you have the fat side and you have the meat side. Right. So when you cook the bacon, you place the meats or sorry, the fat side up. Right. And then you just overlap the fat on top of the meat. Right. As you go along to do the tray and what that So you fold it over. Well, not fold it over. You're just you're sort of laying it. uh, Oh, I see. Layering it. Yeah. 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 So you're just layering it one piece on top of the other. Yeah. So it's maybe like a third Mm. over the other Mm. one. Uh, and then you just go all the way down and fill your sheet like that, and that way you get a nice even cook of your bacon. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of protecting everything from contracting too much, so it retains that nice yeah, shape. You're also keeping the fat and the moisture in the meat, so it's not drying out as much. So you right. have more of an even even fat content right. in it. So it's a nice. And then it, and also I find that uh, I seem to think that it renders out more fat. Maybe that's just because I cook a little longer, or I'm a little. But I find that more fat ultimately comes out of it, and you're keeping more of a shape. And of he's going to hate this, but you drain that <laughs> fat off, keep it in the fridge, and then when you go to fry up something later, like making your blue cheese pasta, you take a scoop full oh, of no. that fat. You can go into my fridge right now. I have a. I I grew up. We grew up poor. <laughs> I have. We you know everything was cooked in bacon fat. You did not cook. You didn't pour off bacon fat. You that was saved for future cooking. When I started in the kitchen, we used to have a mm-hmm. can sitting mm-hmm. in the back corner that we just dump all the bacon fat into at the end mm. of the shift and then when we went to cook something we go and take that I not will, food safe yeah i will say this too my grandparents growing up when we you know back in the 70s i remember that can or that jar it was never refrigerated never refrigerated for me the first thing i did as a young adult that bacon fat is now going into yeah. the fridge but yeah 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 it is and i won't deny it i mean sometimes you you know you need to saute cook whatever you need a bit of fat generally people go for butter or oil but yeah if you do a little bacon fat i get it I right it that way and yeah. i know we've been talking a lot about pork sure but we can actually bake in other things yeah that's a that's a that's a concept that i don't really yeah like, like we can, turkey we can do yeah we can do you can bake another of course you can, can yeah. bake in everything interesting right? <laughs> but through the same process but yeah so like yeah we can do beef lamb chicken goat turkey really i'm just going through a list of them i watched everyone's had turkey I watched, bacon right yeah i watched somebody do uh banana peel not joking uh i can call out the source some point uh for on youtube they were doing they showed they went through the process of baconing banana peels uh, for a for a vegetarian alternative, and it wasn't very tasty. But they're like, it works. Yeah, I don't know how much I would encourage you to do it. Was but... that not just honestly like just a way of selling the product, making the yeah, bacon. possibly, yeah, possibly, yeah. Uh... <laughs> but that's what I mean, right? As yeah. soon as you add bacon to the title. People we could change they? the name of this podcast to probably have 10 times the amount of listeners. Yeah. The, the Bacon Valley Bacon's cast. Yeah. The Bacon Valley podcast. Yeah. Bacon. Oh, Bacon Valley. <laughs> All righty. Well, one thing I'm not a big fan of baconing. Sure. Tofu. 
Yeah, I know. Oh, and you know yeah. what? And it's it's that veggie bacon. And I this mm-hmm. is this is my issue with it. And because I know there's a couple vegans out there that are going, what? Mm. And it's that I don't like you calling it bacon. <laughs> I wish we could have a different name for it because sure. I find it's not what you're expecting. You don't yeah. get that crispy, the, right. the salt. And it always disappoints me in mm. some fashion, which I think, which I know it, it done in the proper way. It's really good. And you could put it into dishes and you mm-hmm. can use it. But why do we call it bacon? I uh, I had a vegan smoked salmon yesterday. Oh, yeah. Imagine it looks identical to smoked salmon. Sure. So imagine my mind when I eat it, and it's oh, yeah. actually like eating a sliced raw beet. <laughs> so let me let me throw that. That's a fantastic serendipitous segue there. I have started using locks in place of bacon in lots of things because you're getting that same salt. Same smoke, getting that meaty texture, but uh, so sorry for those out there. Uh, Lox is a cold smoked salmon. Um, That's I, a Canadian thing yeah. or American? No, it's it's European. Norwegian. Yeah, I've never heard it in the UK. But I tell you, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong about a lot. No, of but I use I use Lox in place, and I get that same like I said that meatiness, that umami. I get the you know I may uh, the only thing I, maybe not that sweet, but uh, I've been using it in place in pastas on on. Uh, nice. You know, breakfasts, what have you, and I find that it's a great substitute. That's just as time honored. You know, it's been around for a thousand years. Let's too. do tofu locks. That would be <laughs> more exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I, um, yeah, I, I'm again going to reiterate that I like bacon. I just think that we should be using it in moderation. Um, but yeah, I, I look. I'm interested where you are, John. I'm like, people, it's bacon. Love it. Get <laughs> yeah. out there. Embrace it. It adds everything. I'm not going to shoot. I can criticize some things, but and I agree with Darren on a few things, but I think, <laughs> why not? If you've got something that's amazing, why not use it? Yeah. yeah. Pro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. All righty. Well, I hope you've learned something about bacon. Mm-hmm. I certainly have. Me too. The one thing I've learned, I'm definitely not buying this pre-cooked product. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> it's not. Thanks it. That is going in the air fryer later. Yeah. I will let you know. And just to let you know, sure. Darren, both of you, in fact, you've just had 15% of your uh, daily fat for the day. Uh, <laughs> so. I don't know if you remember, I had one bite. It's in the middle of the table. Yeah. <laughs> Who put it in the middle of the table? Oh, Where did you get it from? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about this later. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Edible Valley Podcast. We have been discussing bacon. My name is William. I'm the producer. I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And I'm Darren Howlett. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips, behind the scenes, and of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. Okay, um, right, so let's we just jump straight in? Yeah, let's just jump into yeah. it. Just to do an intro. The urgency casual. will help. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Okay. And this has been an edible.
Okay, ready again?